Ladies and gentlemen, we're expecting some moderate turbulence. Please remain seated and enjoy the show. Hello. And welcome to... Moderate Turbulence. I'm Jeremy. I'm Adele. And Roxy's here. (laughs) (laughs) How are you, Adele? I'm good, Jeremy. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Roxy? She just looks at mommy. (laughs) Um, All right. Well, we kind of warned everyone that we might be skipping another week just because we we lost one episode so we had to re-record so it kind of just left everything um kind of set back for a little bit but i think we're back um steady now yeah, vacation's on, over on track yeah and we have um, more time off spread out throughout the month because the last i think 10 days i just worked so much yeah and of course like we're working opposite schedules because of this little one because we need someone home constantly see if she tries to bite me nope she's good um (laughs) yeah so right now we're both home so uh it's time to record an episode yeah exactly um so we're gonna chat i feel like just chat about what's been happening uh with the airline with just aviation in general with us my I don't know how many pairings I've done since we last recorded because I've just been flying so much. Yeah, yeah. You've been flying a lot as well. So, um, yeah, let's get into our highs and lows of the past, I guess, two weeks ish. Yeah, about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You go. You go ahead. You start. Uh, so, highs for the last two weeks ish. Uh, of course, I did another London flight, which is always fun. And uh, I was with Alberto for this last one, wasn't I? I don't think. know. <laughs> yeah. I and mean, it's always fun flying with Alberto because he's a good friend and he's a hard worker, especially on board. So that always makes things go a little smoother. Uh, and then, you know, just based on experience, if things aren't going as quickly in like business class versus economy class, uh, whoever is a little slower, the other one will go and help them. It, did that make sense? <laughs> It made sense to you, I know, but so basically Alberto and I were really, really fast and the back had some uh, some newer um, flight attendant. So they weren't quite as quick as us. So of course we jumped in the back there and got everything finished up. Uh, and when you work with people that are good like that, that are willing to pick up the slack, uh, if there is any, it, it just makes everything go a little smoother. And then of course, it's always fun hanging out with friends uh, when you're overseas. Uh, and my other high is um, Adele really pushed to get a Peloton because she rode one <laughs> in, Houston, <laughs> in Houston, in H- Houston or Dallas or is that it? LA Both, somewhere so and she Texas rode, is where you have to go <laughs> so she rode a peloton and she comes home and immediately says I want a peloton so she won and uh, we got a peloton three days ago now I think only two days two days ago oh, well I've done three <laughs> workouts on it so uh, and it's great I love it already uh, so you'll see hopefully a transformation uh, over the next few months as I continue working out on the peloton <laughs> yeah no it's just yeah um we're recording. It's June fourth today. Um, we got it June second, and we got it pretty late. Jeremy hasn't even come home from Toronto yet. Uh, they came in super seamless um, delivery and setup uh, on the part of Peloton. So honestly, highly recommend that. Mm-hmm. I think there's that's the only option. I don't think you can even like get it and set it up yourself. Like you can't just buy it in store and bring it home. You kind of, you order it and then it gets, um, you select yeah. your delivery date. And then since we were flying and never like home, this is the earliest that we could schedule. Um, so we did have to wait uh, over two weeks for it, but it gave us a chance to set up our little uh, area for it. We ordered some puzzle 
gym mat things off of Amazon. And we... Um, yeah, we kind of set up a little corner as like our kind of home gym. Yeah. It's not extensive by any means. It has like our yoga mats and a couple little weights that we have. And now, of course, our Peloton. <laughs> well, yeah. And then we got the, um, the storage bin to store all our stuff. We've been monitoring it make sure the cats don't get too um scratchy on it (laughs) but i mean it is what it is now now we have the bike and yeah we've each had um three three workouts on it it's just lots of fun i mean i honest when it comes to working out a little tangent here but allow this i feel like (laughs) as long as you're enjoying yourself whatever you like to do to move your body that's what will just make a biggest impact yeah just because you need to like what you're doing if everyone around you says oh let's go jogging this is the best exercise you need to go jogging with us blah 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 but you hate jogging then you're either not going to do it or you're not going to see any results or anything because you are miserable doing it Mm -hmm. so for the peloton it's just such a fun thing you feel like you're in a spin class but you're at home Mm-hmm. And there's so many options for music, for length, for difficulty. And with the the membership of the Peloton, you get access to not just uh, cycle classes. You can yeah. do so many more classes. So we're probably going to end up canceling our gym memberships and just having Eventually, like our yeah. at-home thing. And then when we're on layovers, we can... Uh, just use whatever gym is at the hotel we're at. So mm-hmm. I actually did a workout today. So I did a cycle workout and then I followed up with like a, a strength training workout, just really light. Like I, I didn't go above five pound weights or anything, but just to kind of get back into the mix of things. Uh, and it was great. It was a, a really fun workout to to follow and they're very motivating. There's no like, oh, you should be lifting more weights or like, hey, do what's comfortable for you. Like you're already one step ahead by getting off the couch and doing something. So yeah, I felt I felt it was very motivating. But yeah, it's and it's fun. Like you probably listen to rock or classic rock or things yep. like that. I've just been sticking to pop music and stuff, and it's just I've been trying different instructors or coaches or whatever they call themselves, and so far they've all been really fun. So excellent and oh and by the way this is in no way sponsored or anything by peloton even though that would be really cool but i mean we do we do have a referral link so that if somebody (laughs) wanted or was thinking of getting a peloton let us know and uh, we can put our referral link uh, maybe in the description or something and yeah yeah we can totally put in the description (laughs) that would support uh, the show yeah (laughs) highly recommend uh peloton if you're if you have a chance to try one out definitely do so and then you might be hooked uh, so warning, you might want to buy a Peloton immediately after you try one out, but that's the form of exercise that works for us right now. So yeah, and it was cost effective it. as well. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't super, super expensive. There was a promotion going on where they had a, a number of, a number of dollars, a number of hundreds of dollars off of the initial price. So we got a good deal on it, uh, a good financing rate. So we're paying it off over uh, X amount of months and yeah, we're not breaking the bank with it. Yeah, it's pretty much with the membership and the the bike financing of yeah. the bike. It's about the cost of our gym membership. So if we do cancel them, then it's offset. It's, yeah. yeah, it's the same price. We're not like uh, paying hundreds of dollars more a month each. Like it's very minimal. Yeah. Um. So it's a possibility. Look into it if you're interested, and yeah, you might uh, be on the Peloton train. Um, yeah, so those your, were... <laughs> your turn, your turn for your highs. You haven't said your highs yet, other than the Peloton. 
Well, yeah. Um, well, let's start with my lows. Did you say your lows? I didn't say lows yet. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to start with my lows just because it's uh, frustrating to deal with. Um, so I recently had a four-day pairing. And a lot of the times, I think we've mentioned it before, if you have a great crew, you just flew with friend of the podcast alberto right so you are enjoying it you know you have a friend on the layover at least you know you have a, a good worker on the flight as well but when the opposite happens if you have someone on the crew who doesn't pull their weight who's just lazy refuses to do the work and is just looking and acting miserable the whole time it makes for a very long four days and unfortunately it's been happening more often often than not on just in general you get crews you don't know everyone so you don't really know what to expect until you start working with them and then it's sometimes a pleasant surprise you made it make a new friend and then it's enjoyable but sometimes you are stuck with a person who doesn't work for four days and then you have to deal with the rest of the crew being unhappy because they have to work with someone who's not working and it's just yeah, so that made for a really long four days of working, and that was unpleasant and stressful, definitely. And uh, yeah, I'm hoping that it's behind me, but you never know, because I now met all the flight attendants at our company, so yeah. I have no idea who who else is like that. But uh, yeah, just really... Really frustrating to work with uh, with people like that, and uh, yeah, there's people like that in every job, obviously. But uh, when you work with them pretty much exclusively for four days, that's what kind of makes it's, it hard. It's a downer. Like just it just brings the whole mood down, and you're like, and you do what you can to try and motivate them and be like, hey, like you know, I'm doing this. Why don't you join in? Type thing, you know, lead by example. But again, some people you just can't help. Yeah. So. Anyways, that was that was a one of the lows. Another one, so that was crew. There's also the part of dealing with bad passengers as well. So that same pairing, you know, day one of that pairing, it was just extremely special. Um, when the first leg of our pairing is my crew and I were deadheading, so we were passengers on the first flight. Um, to then operate, so work the following flight. So we didn't have to work the first flight, so we were passengers. We were lucky enough to get business class seats, so we were nice and comfortable for like the two and a half hour flight that we had. Um, it was a light load throughout the aircraft, so very, very nice. We boarded quickly. Um, but then we were all sitting in our seats, my crew uh, who were deadheading, and then a passenger is walking around, staring at us, looking at us, and then he makes a comment openly in the cabin of, oh, wow, the flight attendants are really useful today. Of course, extremely sarcastic and essentially wanting to make us feel bad for being seated in the seats, even though there were plenty of operating crew members, working crew members around close to that person. But he just saw the flight attendant sitting down and he needed to make a comment of how those people weren't working or those people were useless in that moment. Mm -hmm. So it's just really frustrating to have yeah. people like that 
who have really no idea what's happening. They see um, uniformed crew members and assume because they're sitting down that they're supposed to be working and they're in that moment being lazy. He didn't ask us for anything. He just made the comment. So if he had asked us for anything, I'm sure any of us would have helped him or directed them to the operating crew who would have mm-hmm. then been able to assist him with whatever he needed. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was really frustrating. And just like, really just like, oh, why would you say that? It's well, just disgusting. Yeah. And he doesn't know. He doesn't know if you've been working for 14 hours straight. And now during the 15th hour, you're actually oh just going home. He doesn't know that. He doesn't know if you're deadheading to a destination to save another crew that their aircraft went mechanical. He doesn't know. He doesn't know if you're deadheading and then you're going to be operating for the next 15 hours. And this is like your one little, oh, my moment of thought. He doesn't know. That's just an ignorant person saying an ignorant comment. And if your passengers out there listening, don't do stuff like that. Again, I know it's not the end of our podcast, but be nice to your flight attendants. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. And it's just and the cherry on that cake is that he's a father. He was walking around with his young infant child in his arms while he was saying that. So I'm like, Ugh, that child is being raised by really rude people, yep. which is really unfortunate. I'm yeah. like, yeah. Maybe that was his moment of, he just had his bad moment. But at the same time, it's like when people make comments like that, like loudly in the way they he said it, it's clearly to make an impact and to make us feel bad or to kind of be like, hey, I see you not working. I need to make a comment about yeah, it. Yeah. Because if he needed something, he could have asked us. He could have addressed us as humans, as people and say, hey, I need assistance with this. Can you help me? Or, hey, I have a question or whatever the situation may be. And we would have been able to help him or answer his question. But no, he needed to make a comment on our laziness in the moment. So that was the start of that day. So that was at, what, 6 a.m. on that uh, first day of a four-day pairing. So that was excellent. And then on the following flight, we had... Someone who decided to vape in the lavatory um, during boarding. Uh, So then again, that was great. So that was the second flight of of our day, of our four-day pairing. Um, Smoke alarm goes off. My crew's dealing with because it happened in the back of the aircraft. They call me up, tell me what's happening, tell me they confiscated uh, his vape and all of that stuff. So I have to deal with that. I have to tell the pilots, all this, this stuff. So it's like... Passengers, you think they know better, but really, they still do this stuff on board. They still push the limits. See what what can I get away with? Let's see what what rules can I break and and not get in trouble type thing. Yeah. So and then I the only thing I could do because the pilots didn't want to get him off the plane. They didn't want to deplane him. I spoke to him and. He went back to his seat and laughed around with his buddies. So, yeah, super frustrating, super great start of that day. And, of course, that's also when I realized how lazy one of my flight attendants was. Unfortunately. During that flight. So, yeah, that was big lows for for that. Um, The last 10 days or so. Uh, Hi. If I can continue for a moment. Yeah, go ahead. Oopsies. Um, So then I did a two-day pairing right after that. So I came back on June 1st. And on June 1st, there happened to be 
a technical issue affecting uh, airports, our airline, just everything pretty much um, within depart departing and arriving aircrafts at airports. Um, but it happened, I think, literally within half an hour to an hour of me landing back at home base. So I was really lucky to avoid that because right after that happened, flights were delayed, delayed, <laughs> delayed hours, a lot of cancellations, a lot of drafting, a lot of just not ending up where you're supposed to. Can I add a little something to that? So I was supposed to leave earlier in the day, but my flight got slightly delayed. So Adele and I actually got to see each other for a couple hours. Mm. <laughs> part of the high, part yeah, of the high. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I ended up, we landed early. We were good. That was our only flight for that day. And then I went home and then started seeing all the messages, all the posts, all the information coming out about this, this issue. And I was like, wow, I looked out. I avoided that huge mess. Mm -hmm. So I was I was thanking my lucky stars in that moment because I did not want to have to deal with that. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> On day six of working in a row, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, my my low, I haven't said a low yet. So my low was kind of similar to some of your lows, where I was flying back from from Toronto after a meeting to uh, to Calgary and. There's a lot of issues uh, on the east coast of Canada, especially around Halifax with wildfires. And so due to that, it was canceling a lot of flights. And of course, it's going to make people frustrated when their flights are canceled and they can't get home. But when it's something that's extenuating circumstances and outside of the airline's um, power, really, like you can't blame it on the airline. Like the amount of times we've been like, oh, like the snow is really heavy and it's not safe to take off. And people are like, oh, the airline again is canceling my flight. Like, Yes, so that you can live and be safe. So um, I witnessed a passenger who was extremely upset that his flights to Halifax were being canceled and was taking it out on the the agents that were at the counter. And the agents literally said, I'm really, really sorry. Uh, right now we're dealing with a different flight. We're not here working on the Halifax flight. If you go and proceed to customer service and they gave the directions to just walk down the hall and speak with the customer service desk and he wasn't happening or he wasn't having it. He just said, what? So my flight's canceled and you're not helping me. You're sitting right here and you're not helping me. And they're like, we, we literally can't help you. Our systems are all locked to the Calgary flight right now, which is what we're dealing with as they're trying to board that flight. Uh, but if you proceed down to down the hall and, and he just wasn't having it, he just started, was like yelling at the agents. And um, it was at that point where I was like, oh, the agents get a lot of grief as well. Uh, and then after they're done with that, when they come on board, then the flight attendants get the grief from those passengers. So again, frustrating. Yes. Take a deep breath understand what you can and can't do and what the agents can and can't do listen for a second and follow follow their instructions let they say hey if you go to this desk they can help you proceed to that desk <laughs> don't sit there and yell at the agent who just said i wish i could help you but i don't have the tools to do it here so that was my low coming home from <laughs> from toronto yeah it's it you see it all the time and then it's just like just because you're a customer for that company, for that whatever, restaurant, um, shop, airline, whatever the situation is, if the employees are telling you one thing in the moment or that they can help you in several minutes while they deal with this, please just realize that they're, they can help you or they're directing you to someone who can help you. Mm -hmm. But maybe that person right in front of you is not the person to be yelling at or let out your frustration in that moment because 
they told you if they can help you or not, and they've told you where you can get assistance. Yeah. So if you keep yelling at them, it's you're not to, <laughs> you're not progressing the interaction. You're not progressing your chance of a resolution at all. <laughs> exactly. So it's just, but people just kind of sometimes get angry and they they hyper focus on one person or. Yeah one area and then they can't see past that they get, you get that tunnel vision yeah yeah and i think that's uh, sort of leading into a little bit of what we wanted to talk about here uh, on this episode and i know most of this episode is just going to be our highs and lows and sort of giving you some of what we've experienced recently but um over the last two years let's say yeah about two years that's since we've all been coming back from uh from covid Airlines aren't at 100% yet, not even close. Uh, at the meeting I was at in Toronto, we got a lot of facts and a lot of information and in how much of the airline during COVID was either laid off or decided to take retirement or decided to pursue other careers. And then coming back from that, we need to get back to 100% capacity, but we now have to fill all of those empty spots, whether that's management, whether it's frontline workers, whether it's Everything from catering to uh, ground duty, our uh, ground handlers, like everything, we have to rehire or hire new people for that. And I don't think any airline in the world is back to 100% capacity yet. Um, just like every other, other industry, aviation got hit really, really hard. Uh, and it's going to be a while. It's still going to be a few years before you see everything back to normal. Um, with that in mind, patience is a virtue. Sometimes we're dealing with things that are outside of our uh, of our control, extenuating circumstances, things like wildfires, things like extreme snowstorms, which we had several of in the winter. We have to be patient. We're going to get back to 100%. We can't do anything about wildfires and snowstorms, but be patient. We're getting there. We're working on it. We're doing our best. Believe me. Yeah. And that being said, this summer, summer travel schools out people travel a lot um from just like this area of the world u.s canada it's just the norm people travel a lot more in the summer because exactly schools out parents are out it's warm weather people want to just move around and explore so summer travel just gets really busy and the past couple summers, so 2021 and 2022, since people have been able to start flying and traveling again post-COVID, it's been really hectic. It's been crazy. You've seen, you know, the pictures at airports with the th probably thousands of lost, yeah. misplaced, uh, baggage checked baggage, yep. just a lot of delays, a lot of um, metering, for example, Toronto Pearson, so the airport, nothing to do with airline specific. The airport authority decides how many people are allowed out of aircrafts when they're coming in to go through customs. Mm -hmm. And that's most likely going to be happening again this summer. It, it won't be as bad though. And the reason why it was so bad last summer and why you had literally thousands of people stuck on aircraft before they could even deplane. The reason for that was because the interaction between the customs um, handlers with a passenger was four times as long as it should be. Normally, it's about a 15-second interaction. You show your passport, you give uh, some information, and then you proceed. But last year, in Canada, we still had the obligation to use the ArriveCan app uh, to fill out your information. And if that wasn't done correctly, uh, that would extend your interaction with the customs agent. 
uh, even if it was done correctly, it was still about a minute per interaction rather than that 15 seconds. And that's why everything took so much longer. Well, this year, the ArriveCan app isn't necessary. I don't think. No, it's not necessary anymore. Uh, so that's going to cut down those interaction times and really um, play on that whole metering. And hopefully we won't see that as much, if at all. I I do think we're still going to see it because people have already started saying that they've uh, been affected by metering in Toronto already uh, in May. Oh, goodness. Uh, so at the beginning of June. So it's still going to be happening. But um, we're hoping it's going to be better than the previous year and the year before that. However, expect delays, expect long lines at check-in, security, customs, wherever you're traveling, whether it's within Canada, the States, Europe, wherever you're going. So again, be patient. Give yourself lots of time. If you can, maybe pack a carry-on or you know, extra clothing or things in your carry-on if you can. Um, if you put an air tag, remember, don't bug your flight attendants <laughs> about where your bag is because they don't know. Unfortunately, we don't have access to that. Oh, my sister had a good one about that. <laughs> I was talking to my sister about air tags Oops, and, uh, and she discovered when passengers say to her, Hey, uh, I'm looking at my app right now and the air tag isn't showing that it's like with us on the plane. And my sister has a new thing. If you take your phone off airplane mode, then it's going to be able to show an updated version. And so too many people had their phone on airplane mode and it hadn't updated because it's not getting in any information. Just take it off airplane mode and then the information starts to update. And it's like, oh, oh, look at that. The air tag's right below me. <laughs> so that's another quick little but tidbit of information. saying that while they're in the air or still at the airport? This is when they arrive. Arrive at their destination. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel like people don't put their phones on airplane modes a lot as well. So mm. TBD on if that's going to fix every inquiry about air tags. But yeah, just a heads up, right? So yeah. f- um, again, we're still we're dealing with a lot of new personnel throughout the aviation industry. Um, we're dealing with new flight attendants. There's new pilots. There's new ramp crew. There's new mm-hmm. catering agents. There's new everything. Mm-hmm. So everyone's still learning. There's a lot that's going to happen this summer. We're hoping it's better, but it's not going to be perfect. Yeah. There's still going to be issues. There's still going to be probably some delays. Hey, if there's any storms, thunderstorms, there's still wildfires happening, it's going to affect everything. So just keep that in mind. Be prepared wherever you're going this summer. Enjoy, obviously, but just keep that in mind as you're going into your summer uh, travels. Mm-hmm. And remember, when you are flying, always be nice to your flight attendants. Because they might have to save your butt one day. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Ooh. Oh, and Rock. I forgot to add that I started reading the new TJ Newman book, Drowning. So good. I'm not going to give any spoilers because Jeremy hasn't read yeah. it yet. And after she finishes, I'm going to read it. And then we'll do a quick review uh, at as an episode on here for you. Yeah, definitely. But if you haven't checked it out yet, go check it out. Uh, TJ Newman, former flight attendant, now turned author, has two books out now, both aviation related. Um, Again, not sponsored, but would love to have a chat with her at some point. Absolutely. So have a great night, day, weekend, whenever you're listening. And bye, guys. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to rate and review wherever you listen to podcasts. We have new episodes every Wednesday. 
Don't forget to follow us on social media at Moderate Turbulence on Instagram, at Mod Turbulence on Twitter, and follow us individually on Instagram at Huffy J and at La Delvi. Thank you.